Welcome to Off the Cuff with Gallivant. I'm your host, Christine Drynan, and next to me is my better half, my co-host. Oh, Regina DiCicco. You have to stop with this better half. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look at you. You're like totally rocking the oh, shirt. Oh, I tried. You know, I wanted oh to bring a little pop God. of color in. A little pop of color in today. I love this. Thank you. You're looking good. Oh, that, well, listen, you know, you get, you get a little tan and then I feel like I go crazy. I'm like, look at me. Look at me. Look at me. <laughs> Yeah, look at me. I've gotten some sun. I want everybody to know about it. Well, in all seriousness, though, I am saying my better half because we've been doing this co- this this podcast now for about six months. Yes. And some people are really good at everything. And not only is Regina the funniest person I know. Too sweet. <laughs> it's true. And I don't give compliments like this. But <laughs> Regina also is a foodie expert. Yes. And... I mean, I hate you hate to say expert, but then sometimes you you talk to other people and you're like, oh, I see where I've become a yeah. snob. Maybe a little bit. <laughs> but you want to think I'm not that person. And you think, oh, maybe a little bit. <laughs> well, I mean, it. you should be proud of yeah. what you do. <laughs> so I need restaurants in New York City okay. for for this month because I'm hungry. I'm right, you're, hung, you're hungry. I'm hungry. You're hungry. And there's no seamless for me. I want to go out. You want to go out. Yes. Have you ever been to Tomi on East 5th? No. no. Okay. So it's T U O M E. Okay. So it's this. I had a feeling you haven't been there. It's like contemporary American cuisine, but it has like an Asian influence. It's really it's it's wild, and it's one of those places. Um, they have these like snow crab noodles with dashi butter, and it's literally it is a dish you will have, Christine, and then you're going to dream about having it again. Oh my god! Say that again. Snow crab noodles. Like, yes, with dashi they, butter. Like so, it's a noodle with snow crab in it, or what? what yeah, like, it's. I don't. I can't dish? even explain to you. And then how it works with the dashi butter. It's just like a dish that you're like, oh my gosh! Like, how did you put this together? And I need more of it in my life. That just sounds incredible. Okay. By the way, guys. I've not had lunch yet today. <laughs> oh, no. I, you should have prefaced with that. And then maybe I would have picked a different topic. Which is why all I want to do is eat right now. Like, what else did you eat there? Um, they, I mean, they do a lot of, like, there's Wagyu beef. Um, there's, like, they, there's always, like, deviled eggs. They're always mixing it up. But it's just, like, every everything is incredible. It's, like, flavors you, you think you know. Like, you read a description and be like, oh, I, I know what this piggy thing is that you're talking about. This, like, sort of pork dish. And then you eat it. You're like, wait, what did you just do? Like, how did you just blow my mind? So it's like flavors you know, but you're going to get wowed by them. Is this a chef that came from another restaurant? I want to say yes. No, I think it is. It's Chef Thomas Chen. And it's like definitely like Michelin recognized. I can't remember if they have a star. And it's not like a super fancy place. I said to make a reservation, of course. But it's, it's, it's one of those places you just go and you're like, oh, I'm totally comfortable. I love what I'm eating. The wine program is amazing. The cocktails are great. And you're like, wait, it's always like, I feel like a go-to. I'm always like, who wants to go to East Fifth? Anybody? Like, who wants to head back downtown? Well, you know, this must be a good restaurant because, Regina, we live on the Upper West Side. We live in the geriatric ward. Yeah, we do. Where... restaurant dreams come to die in general i hate to be that person but i've lived here as you have no we've had this conversation we keep hoping the other one knows a hidden gem right next door that we haven't heard about and that's yet not really the case i mean like so we will obviously go anywhere for food as long as it's not our own neighborhood right though i'm being really mean there are some no we do eat in this neighborhood we shouldn't say that but there there are times (laughs) when you're like i want a treat and i will travel for it and And i would say this is like like, no tony is one of those places 
I highly suggest you go. Or we should go together. Oh, it. Yes. Like, you just had me at, like, crab noodles. No, I, and I, I say that on butter. purpose. Like, everything is unbelievable. And I feel like even as their menu rotates, the snow crab noodles, it's always on the menu. Like, they've never changed that. Oh, my word. I'm so hungry right Yes. Now. Yes. No, you've got, I mean, you've got to go. We're going to end this episode earlier. Yeah. Sorry, guys. We're, we're taking heading off. Downtown. Who cares where else you're going? But no, where else are you going? Okay. So this is kind of, I know we don't usually talk about cocktail bars, Ooh. but my husband and I went the other day. I went to Attaboy. And if Attaboy, it's on Eldritch. Do you know? But, and here's the thing that I feel like it's important to talk about because it's, it's no, there's no menu, but there's also, you cannot make reservations. Oh, wait. So Attaboy is where you, you have to wait outside. And I, I get it. This is off-putting. You get to a certain age and you're like, I don't want to be in a line. This doesn't make sense. But I will tell you that it is worth it. So they open at five. No reservations. One day my husband and I went. We waited online. And you go inside. And then we were seated. And the bartender, John, was amazing. And they ask, like, what you're in the mood for. So it's sort of like, I want gin. Or then maybe you're like, I want something tropical. You describe what you're interested in. Sort of like the flavors, the vibe. Maybe you pick the spirit and then they create a cocktail. Like, and a cocktail. And the thing is, these bartenders are so professional. Mixologists, I don't even know how you want to refer to them. They just know everything. And they'll sort of consult with each other and be like, oh, I was thinking of doing this. I actually, I wrote down the names of the drinks that I had. One was called a Too Soon, which you probably never heard of. Another one was called Away Colors. Who's heard of that? The last one, Unicorn's Blood. Because I literally said, you have to tell me what these cocktails are. Because the thing is, they're they're coming up with things that, like, as a, a normal per- like, you just don't know about these cocktail combinations. But they listen to what you want, what you're interested in. And you can even say, at one point, my husband and I, and once we were in there, they, they do not kick you out. It's sort of like, no, enjoy this experience. And then um, we said, oh, we want to do something with a lower, like, ABV to stay in the game. And he's like, perfect, I got you. So okay. it's a wild, it's an amazing experience. So... Do they have food too? Like, there's or do no you just food. get completely sauced. You get you get completely sauced on drinks. But the the great part was, like I said, we like almost. I'm like we took a break with another cocktail, but it was a lower alcohol by volume cocktail. And then the thing is, there's no challenge that's too great. I don't know if you've ever had a Ramos Gin Fizz. This is like a drink that was invented in New Orleans. It's very labor intensive. Like as we, you have to shake it for a long time. It sort of rises, it rests, it rises again. Like Ramos Gin Fizz. Okay. Ram, Ramos, Ramos. You have to like, look it up. And I had one in New Orleans and it's amazing. But supposedly when you ask bartenders for it, it's like so frowned upon because it's so labor intensive that most places either will not make it or the, I mean, they just flat out, they just don't do it. So we were at this Attaboy place and I said to my husband, I kind of want to ask about it, but I'm nervous. And, you know, because I was like, I don't want to, I don't want to get in trouble. I don't want the bartender to be mad. But I asked about it and he was like, that is one of my favorite drinks to make. And he made my husband and I each a variation on this cocktail. And it, so it's wild. Like, it's just an amazing place to go and experience drinks that you can't get everywhere or that they won't do everywhere even more. And even where's more Attaboy so. located? Oh, it's on Eldridge. I think it's like on Eldridge Street. It's also downtown. But, and I'm, and I'm saying, don't. Don't and also like I said, no menu, so you don't know any prices until the bill comes. Okay, which like, is, is like a little shocking. <laughs> it wasn't no, it wasn't so bad. Most of our drinks were like twenty two each, which for that kind of experience, I feel like wasn't crazy. But you don't know. And then Bar Bar, like John, he like drew the 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 receipt basically. Like our te- he like made a really cute. It's just like a very fun interactive experience where the, and the people around you like everyone loves cocktails. 
How many seats are in this place? Oh, there are not a lot of, it's really funny. So, cause my husband is like an engineer and he was sort of like by code. Like, I, I don't think there's like enough space behind the barn over here. And the bartender was like, who sent you? Yeah. And I was like, John, be cool. Like, they literally made a tiny alleyway work. <laughs> like John was trying to figure out. We're like, don't, don't do that. <laughs> Because like, oh they, and I mean, it's almost like they're they're ballerinas, like getting past each other. I mean, there's not a lot of room, but it's it's very tiny. You know, for me, this Attaboy place and tu- Tuomi, right? Yeah, those two places sound like the whole reason why New York City is yes. cool. Yes, yes, yes. I would agree with what you're saying. It's a place that like I don't know where you'd find it anywhere else, and these are just places that people have known about. I mean, an Attaboy from the outside, completely unassuming, like you probably wouldn't even realize that it was there. But then you see the line starts to form. Like it opens at five and we went like maybe 4.30. And then there was already like one guy just sort of like reading a book, like in line. And I thought, oh, that's not a bad way to like wait in line, you know? Oh, that's and then a good we, idea. Yeah. And then it, friends met him after. So it was smart. They sent the one, the one person in advance. And then we did it. But it was, to your point, it was a very New York night. It felt like, it felt like those are two very New York experiences. You and John go to the best places. But I, those I, are both making my list. Yes. Oh, I love that. I love that. Well, th- that means now I need to know what's on your list. Christine, <laughs> where have you been going? You know, speaking of places that are just effortless, mm-hmm. effortlessly cool and the reason why New York is what it is, I have to say that we have some of the best French restaurants yes. here in New York. And both of my places that I really have liked recently mm-hmm. are in the West Village. Oh. So the first place is a place called Libertine. And... You go, you try to get a reservation as near as possible, mm. but there go. the reservation gods must have <laughs> been shining down upon me. But I walked in at 7.30 on a Saturday night wow. and was very nice, obviously, because mm-hmm. I'm just kind of nice to people in general. And we got a table. So obviously they had a cancellation and right place, right time. And Libertine is this cozy little French place. It's like off Greenwich Street Mm. in the West Village. It has like this like this really cool blue. The whole outside of it is like windows and it's painted blue. And so it really stands out in the neighborhood. I'm like, why don't more people paint their exterior (laughs) color? Yeah, because like it's so like it's so unique for New York, especially with like the outside of it but the, there's a guy Cody Pruitt he is the owner he came over from um, a wine bar down the street and he started this this restaurant with this re- very talented chef to give you an idea okay. a couple things that make this mm-hmm. really interesting one is that their wine list is all natural Okay. So it's, that seems to be so, I don't want to say so hot right now, but I'm going to say so hot right now. It is very <laughs> vogue to do like the natural wine. Right. <laughs> and I'm generally not yes, a natural me too. wine fan, but, but somehow this guy Cody Pruitt got wine that works. Okay. Even for people who are not into right. natural wine. And maybe it's changing. Maybe we're getting better natural wines, but. But they do cool stuff. And like even their, their gin and their vodka. It's not just regular vodka or regular gin. It's like stuff I'd never even heard of. And that's so exciting. they're doing cocktails and things like, I mean, it's not like Attaboy where that's their bread and butter. Right, of course. Uh, but, and speaking of butter, you walk <laughs> into Libertine, they have a butter tower in the kitchen because the kitchen's open. You can actually see it from, from the tables. Literally, there's a butter tower. It's 
totally outrageous. This was the best butter segue I've ever heard. Oh my my- that was a plan. <laughs> butter, butter, butter. That's just speaking happened. of butter. <laughs> I have literally you. I mean, you had me. I'm almost speechless for the rest of the episode because that was brilliant. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to spoil Libertine, but. Go try to get a reservation or just pray someone lets you yes. in. But like I had this incredible lobster farsi. Mm-hmm. It was a dish that I really had never had before. It's a chilled dish. It's like lobster, like wrapped up in this like outer shell. Oh. And it's just beautifully prepared. It's like so French it hurts. <laughs> so <laughs> and then I had the scallops and seaweed butter. The menu changes. It's obviously going to be different every time you go, which is That's also great. yes. I feel like very French, right? Yeah. We're just gonna we're gonna give you what we should be giving you right now. Yeah, exactly. So, and then the other place I had that I really liked. It's called Justine's on Hudson, and it's a wine bar. Okay. Um, you know, right? But unlike Attaboy, it serves food, which is nice. That is actually very good. Oh, that's very nice. I will say that some people are saying the food is just as good or better than the wine, even mm. though it's a wine bar. I'll tell you two things. One, it's the former chef of Moss, which is that oh, beautiful, man. like, little farmhouse restaurant that was in the village, mm. like, eons ago. And so the food is very good. Um, but I will say that I think the wine really outshines the food. And the reason why I still think the food is good enough, because sometimes you just want to go out, you want to have exactly what you want to have. You want to have a good piece of fish. You want to have a, you know, mm-hmm. easy this. The food there, I know they're saying is really inventive. I'm still kind of scratching my head because I just don't get where all these reviews are coming from, from other places. To me, the food is a place I would go there just for a normal meal on any right. given night. But their superpower, in my humble opinion, is wine. And there are a couple of things that really differentiate this place from other restaurants. It is a hustle to run a restaurant in New York. Yes. It is expensive. You make yes. no money. It's just crazy. And it's just hard. I mean, but this family, um, the guy is a very well-known wine guy okay. in the city. And they're clearly doing this for the love of the game. That's amazing. Like, this this restaurant, I doubt, pays their Upper East Side mortgage. Um, they are people who are just so into hospitality, mm-hmm. like you and your family, because your family's a restaurant family too. You just want people to have a good time. Right. Like you guys are so passionate about food and just right. your craft. I mean, you do have to make profit, but yes, <laughs> but it has to come from the passion. It has to start with the passion. And for, for, I'm listening to what you're saying. I'm like, we need to go to this wine bar then. Yeah. It's for the love of the game that these guys are doing this. And everyone there, like, it's not like someone who went to Swiss hotel school who's like robotically right. giving you all of the right things that they want to say. Mm-hmm. It's like real people who are trying their hardest to be hospitable and to welcome you and to have yeah. you have a good time. And the owner, Neil, comes to every table. He so named right. Justine's after his daughter, who oh. is an L.A. filmmaker, and he wants her to come back home. Justine, go back home. <laughs> Your dad misses you. He named this restaurant after he's you. He's telling every table. Yeah, he's telling every table about you. Like, you sound very cool. Uh, but they do burgundy white wine by the glass. And oh, wow. So a place that will do burgundies by, by the, glass the glass is a place that's not in it to... Just right. and they don't guard you on the prices either. Like everything there is so very well selected on the wine list. If you have people who are big wine aficionados, mm-hmm. they will not at all be offended if you take them to Justine's. That's amazing. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Look at this. Now we've got four places on this list. I've got two new ones. You've got two new ones. I mean, I'm gonna go to yours. Right. Like we're yours going to, are me, we're going to Attaboy. Yeah. We're going, I mean, listen, we've got everything now. Yeah. 
We got it all going on. <laughs> all right, well, listen, I hope you've all added to your list because it's very important you do. Christine and I, we're putting in all the work. I hope you appreciate how hard Christine and I, by eating and drinking our way through this city. <laughs> I will eat and drink my way through the city with you any day. You pick the restaurant, I'm in. Oh, I love it. I love it. Oh, well, good. This is why we meet. This is why we do. This is why you come to Off the Cuff because we need you to know everything. Yeah. I love it. Well, thanks guys for joining us on this episode of Off the Cuff with Galavant. We will see you in the next destination or the next restaurant. Yes, our (laughs) voila.